Hello and welcome to Creepin' It Real, the show where we watch the scary things so you don't have to. Um, I am Michelle and today I am joined by Alex. The movie that we watch is Your Next. So it's a 2011 slasher slash home invasion film. Um, yeah, so we're pretty much going to spoil the entire movie. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it and then come back or don't watch it and just listen to us talk random things about it. And that's how this will work. So jumping into the movie, I've already forgotten who the director is. Alex, who's the director? <laughs> uh, he is Adam Wingard, who is uh, directing the upcoming Godzilla versus Kong feature film. That's, well, I'm guessing it's not going to have a huge uh, theater release, but it will be out in on HBO Max for the Americans and for the Canadians, just like your rental services for whatever movies. Yeah, Godzilla versus Kong, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this movie um the main character is a girl named Erin played by Charney Vincent who for people who like Step Up she's the main character in Step Up 3D which kind of hit me in my heartstrings because those are just childhood favorite movies for me um and she's a fantastic dancer so there's that um so this movie really centers around it's a home invasion movie um Erin and her boyfriend Crispin which is the silliest name I've ever heard um, are going to visit his parents who are celebrating their 35th wedding anniversary. So him and his siblings and his parents are all congregating at this really beautiful summer home that they have because their family is very wealthy and they're just going to have like some nice family time. Um, so we're pretty quickly introduced to a very dysfunctional cast of characters, I would say. Um, so you have like the mom and the dad who are like these really rich people that are kind of just the mom's very skittish, I would say, and the dad kind of doesn't take her seriously, kind of like that sort of relationship. Then we have the three brothers. So we have um, obviously Crispin, who is the main character, Aaron's boyfriend. He's the middle brother. The oldest brother is Drake and his wife, Kelly. The youngest brother is Felix and his girlfriend, who looks just like real goth and emo and is very rude and smoking like and so rude to the mom immediately her name is Z don't love her and then the younger sister is Amy and her boyfriend uh Tariq I believe that's how you pronounce it so don't worry people you don't need to remember the names it doesn't matter <laughs> it's irrelevant because everyone dies real quick um so the family is sitting down for dinner and they are arguing it is dysfunctional and we see kind of the brothers going at it. They're having an argument, whatever. And we see Tariq kind of get up and notice something at the window. Um, and he gets shot by a crossbow and killed. So real, real quick, like this is honestly so quick into the movie. Um, it's a home invasion. The family is under attack. They need to like protect themselves, board the windows, all that sort of thing. Um, what kind of really plays out and the thing that makes this movie really different from other home invasion movies is that Erin, the main character, she is a badass. She knows what to do. She is fully in control of the situation. She immediately starts coming up with plans. She's like, okay, we need to board the windows. We need to get weapons. We need to do this, that, the other thing. She's not just like panicking and losing her head, which makes her really, really, really different and interesting character. Um, so a lot of madness honestly ensues that results in most of the family members being dead from these home invaders who are wearing animal masks. So we have wolf mask, lamb mask, and tiger mask is what I've named these guys because that's the animals on their mask. Um, so they are just dead set on killing these people and they are invading the house to do so. So we see 
Tariq die really quickly. We see Amy die from getting her throat slit. She tries to run out the door and they had placed some wire at the door. So she just like gets got <laughs> and that was really, really unexpected, I would say. Um, she dies, mom loses her head and gets left alone upstairs. She gets murdered. Then we have um, Drake got shot by an arrow at the beginning, but he didn't die from that. So, like, that's good for him. <laughs> like, it's chaos. I don't know how else to describe what's going okay, on. Okay, can, can I just say something? Do you know how fast, how, like, quick you have got to be running to slit your throat, no matter what the wire is? Like, you have to be going way faster than human feet can take you. Yeah. I, I just wanted to say that because she was uh, cut up pretty. Uh, it was deep. It yeah. was very deep. So <laughs> I don't know. Like what kind of razor sharp wire? Like it, and it was just like a little string. Like the fact that they didn't see it when they opened the doors to let her run out, it was clearly thin enough. Anyways, that was a yeah. wild death. Um, then kind of as the movie progresses, we're introduced to the motive of these home invaders. And it actually is the youngest brother, Felix and his girlfriend Z have hired these people to kill his family so that he can get the inheritance is, is kind of what's explained. So those two run into the killers and like the home invaders in the house, they're kind of explaining like, hey, you're doing a really shitty job of killing these people. Like, why is Aaron still alive? Why are these people like doing really well? And like, you know, get, get it together. And meanwhile, we see Aaron being so resourceful. <laughs> so she stabs a dude in the arm when he tries to grab her through a window then when the guy actually like a different guy breaks into the window like through the window fully grabs her she straight up bludgeons him to death with a meat tenderizer she goes absolutely insane like breaks his leg beats him down like <laughs> terrifying it was wild she just like went full like i'm gonna be in self-defense mode so we see her just being honestly fantastic she comes up with the like the wooden i don't know what to call them but like little traps where she has planks of wood that she puts nails in and puts those at the window so then they'll like step and stab themselves, um, which does happen. One of them does enter and gets impaled in his foot, which was terrible. Um, kind of like uh, Home Alone, the movie. Yeah, very violent yeah. Home Alone. <laughs> um, she strings up an ax at the front door so that if someone is to come through the front door, an ax is gonna swing and hit them. So that, that also happens. <laughs> Yes, we know someone's gonna get killed by that axe. That thing is just sitting there. We every once in a while we see a shot of that axe, and I'm like, who is gonna die from that axe? Um, so as this chaos is kind of unfolding, Crispin, Aaron's boyfriend, is like, I'm gonna run outside and get help. So after he saw his one his sister die, he's like, I'm gonna run outside and get help. Um, as well as Kelly, one of the wives, is gonna run outside and get help. So they both run under the wire and leave. Um, so what we see from Kelly is that she runs to the neighbor's house who at the start of the movie actually got murdered. So they've been dead the whole time. Kelly goes there to try to get help. And one of the home invader mass people absolutely murders the absolute heck out of her. Um, throws her through a window, throws her through a glass table, and then takes a real big golf swing with an ax into her head. So another, another death under the belt of the invaders there. <laughs> Um, and we don't really see anything of Crispin. So he's just peaced out, gone to get help, hopefully, fingers crossed. 
Um, meanwhile, in the house, the numbers are really, really dwindling. And we pretty much get to the point where Aaron discovers what's going on. She overhears Felix talking to one of the home invaders saying like, I paid you to do this, like kill these people. Like I had to kill my own brother. He killed the older brother. Um, so Aaron pretty much takes it upon herself to just take these people out in spectacular fashion. So she very quickly dispatches the two remaining Max people. Then she fights both Felix and Z at the same time. She does get stabbed in the back during that. And she has a couple injuries that she acquires throughout, but that's like the big ones. And then she breaks a blender over good old Felix's head and then sticks the blade in his head and plugs it in and turns plugs it, it in. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> I, a true highlight of, of the entire movie. That, that, was, that was it. Like if the movie led up to that, it was worth making. <laughs> Yes, it was the most creative kill uh, in the movie by far. There were some wild ones, but that was like so gross and creative. Yeah. And then she stabs Z, it's all good. Um, and of course, we as a viewer are asking, where is Crispin? Where have you been this entire time? You just left her there to go get help, but help hasn't come. She's been trying to text the police and they did receive her message, so they're hopefully coming. Um, and she's holding the younger brother Felix's cell phone when she receives a call from Crispin and he unbeknownst to him um, because Aaron when she answers his phone doesn't say anything so she he thinks he's talking to Felix and he's like hey like is everyone dead yet it's clear that he's also in on this whole situation so Crispin shows up back at the house and him and Aaron have this confrontation where he's trying to kind of persuade her to just let it go this is a great plan don't worry we weren't going to kill you because you were supposed to be able to one to like witness everything so that you could tell the police that it was like these random people, but now I'll get the inheritance. So like, let's go on a trip. Um, and Aaron is not having any of it. So she murders him and unfortunate timing because a police officer happened to be peeking through the window <laughs> and he witnesses her kill Crispin and shoots her. Um, and then yeah. of course, as Alex had said, there was some mad foreshadowing of the axe. So the officer, instead of climbing through the window, decides, I'm going to go through the front door. And the movie ends with the axe swinging down. And that's right the movie. Yeah. yeah. It's very yeah. assumed he's dead because that he's was a pretty be. cool trap. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so that, that was the whole movie real, real quick, real chaotic. Honestly, even talking about it, I feel like doesn't do it justice to the pacing because there's a lot, like there's, it's not a very long movie and there's a kill almost every like seven minutes, I think it breaks down to, but there is so much like character building, so much like interplay between them that kind of makes each death actually mean something. Cause when I rattle them off, it just sounds like, oh, it's really sad, it's whatever. Um, and we do really get to see Erin shine and we get the, um, we get to know from her that she grew up in a survivalist camp. Um, because her dad was like super paranoid about the world ending. So she learned all of these skills, which she was able to apply in this very unique situation. So yeah, Alex, what did you think of the movie? Uh, so those parents deserve to die just uh, based on the fact that they named those their kids Felix and Crispin and Drake. Just horrible, horrible children's names. Of course, they were going to grow up to murder you. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um so so the funny thing about the movie is the tagline the, the title is your next the tagline is your next they would paint it in blood your next and everybody ended up being next 
it was somebody's turn. Like, like you said, it was like nonstop action. Uh, the, the, there was for like the the first half, there was a big mystery. It it, it reminded me of the movie The The Strangers, where mm-hmm. there are these home invaders. You don't know why they're killing, what they're doing. It's just chaos, and uh, it, it really th- that sort of thing takes me back uh, to being a kid. And for the first time watching Jason kill people for no discernible reason, just like any of these like uh, horror slasher movies, like they're just Mm. killing people just because. And the movie felt like that um, until the old uh, Scooby-Doo effect where once the masks (laughs) uh, came off and you found out the motivation, it did become a lot weaker and and, and like a a few more holes were exposed uh, in the movie. But uh, but Erin was badass. She was great. Uh, it, it it was fun to uh, to to really get behind her throughout the movie because she obviously knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. I think I honestly really like this movie. I'm not typically a fan of home invasion movies. Just in general, I find them pretty played out. Like I haven't seen too many ones that do anything new or fresh. So this one, even though it's an older movie, it's a 2011 movie. I had not seen it, and having that kind of spin where like the thing you should be worried about is actually the person who's there already. Like Erin was the most formidable force. Um, I did a little math and she single-handedly killed more people than each individual bad guy. <laughs> like <laughs> together, the bad guys killed six people. She killed six people. Like, oh my God. Th- yeah. This girl, this girl like was not messing around. She was so creative. I loved like some of her kills were just so, so smart and so creative. And like, obviously it's all silliness at the end of the day like I don't think any of, really any of the kills were realistic not for this type of movie but I thought it was kind of fun to watch I, I wanted to see her murder and we got it like when she was having that final confrontation with Kristen I was like girl don't do it it's not worth it and then she killed him and I was like yes I wasn't ex- I honestly wasn't expecting that and the little the little twist with the cop noticing I thought was really kind of interesting because it kind of, you get that moment of like, yes, and then she gets shot, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> uh, unclear, honestly, whether she survived. It looked like she got hit kind of in the shoulder arm area, and she was moving at the end. Unclear if she survived. So I think that's kind of an interesting piece. Um, so kind of breaking it down into what potentially made this a horror movie or what made it scary, um, what would you say like the major scary things in it were? Well, uh, it was gory without being gory. Like it wasn't uh, like this. What gore porn is known for? Like there was blood, a lot of it, uh, stabbings. But it it wasn't like you didn't really see. You, you did see the punctures, I suppose, of the crossbows. But I, I guess because they're crossbows, it's a lot easier to to just watch that than like other sort of like stabbings <laughs> that, that happened in the movie. I don't know, they, they disguised it really well. It, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't too, uh, too, like I said, gore porny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. the gory was as gory as the injury should have been. It didn't feel like yeah. blood splashing everywhere. Minus the fact yeah. that they like, painted on the walls and blood saying you're next, which is always <laughs> a little extra. There were some jump scares in this movie, which I thought added nothing to the movie. I thought they were so stupid. I have right. a huge issue with most of the, I think pretty much every, I don't think there was a single jump scare that I enjoyed, except maybe the like mild effect of the first kill because that's surprising, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a jump scare because it's not, it doesn't have the accompanying like audio track where it's like, Duh, or like, you know, 
where it tells you to be scared, but it, it has that surprise effect. Um, what would you say was like the best scare or best scene of the movie? Oh, well, for me, uh, I think it was the anticipation of seeing the mother getting killed. So the mm -hmm. villain, uh, I think it was the tiger mask. Am I wrong? Yeah. Or was it? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, it was tiger. I, tiger mask. Uh, mm -hmm. He's under the bed and he's slowly creeping out and creeping up, slowly raising the machete. You know, I don't even remember if they showed the stabbing, but it didn't matter because uh, the anticipation helped me fill in that gap of the stabbing. And uh, yeah, the unfortunate part is that uh, the killer stayed under the friggin' bed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because like when the family runs in, why wouldn't you check, you know, or like look around like, hey, how'd this guy get in this room that, you know, we closed uh, our mother in and, uh, but anyways, but th that was definitely uh, like the most effective uh, scare. And uh, yeah, I like that one. I think. This is an interesting one for me because I'm not usually affected by gore. Like it's in the grand scheme of scares, it's not the thing that really like turns my stomach or, or impacts me. But there was something about that blender kill. That really like, <laughs> that shook me. I don't know. I guess I wasn't expecting it because there had been like, there'd been overkill in the movie, but not to like such a unrealistic, like I don't think a blender would work like that. Like I, I don't think... <laughs> Like, my blender can barely do ice. Like, I don't think it'll be able to do, like, a skull. Like, I think skulls are, I don't know, I don't know how hard skulls are. But it just felt really overkill to me. And in this movie, it really stood out. And I, it actually, like, I was like, oh, God, that's disgusting. Like, that's so gross. Um, but the payoff of her telling Chris, but no, I, kill, I killed your brother with a blender. Spectacular. Like, that sequence was amazing to me. I thought it was so funny. Um, that, was, that was yeah, a real, like... The, the the blender crown uh, I would call it like you know how deep you have to impale that into a human skull for the grinder part to to like just <laughs> turn everything into juice yeah, uh, yeah. I, I wish it would have been more like like the blood and brains coming out of the nose maybe you know <laughs> okay that's me that's, that's, that could be me <laughs> to each their own fair enough fair enough I, I, I did cheer though. I did cheer because I'm like, oh, this is a great sort of cl climax to do. Just something uh, overly cartoony and ridiculous, absurd. But but I, it, it still worked. It still worked. And and, and like it, it got like a nice uh, rise out of you. So I, I assume the director did his job. <laughs> well, the, I guess special effects people like killed it with that bloodiness because yeah. that was a lot. <laughs> Um, on the flip side for me in terms of like the worst scene or anything I, I was just like so annoyed about was the first well I don't know if it was the first the first jump scare that happens in their house um, I don't know if you remember it but it was so cheap and so stupid so the mom hears sound in the house the dad goes to check out right standard setup he opens the door and he's starting to open the door and then oh, there's someone behind him it's Crispin yeah I, I hate I hate when horror yeah. movies do that. When there's like this, the typical opening of a door or the opening of the friggin' mirror vanity situation, get those out of here. They're <laughs> overplayed. We've seen a hundred times. And we've seen this reverse a hundred times where it's not the thing you're scared of. It's just some random person. Nobody sneaks up on people like that. Yeah. Like people don't Thanks. do that. Stop, stop putting in movies. It's stupid. It doesn't work. I know something's going to be there. And then if something's not there, I'm just like, then why is the scene here? Like people don't open doors so slow. Stop. <laughs> It, it yeah 
what did what scene didn't do it for you <laughs> yeah you know what I'm in full agreement that's just the stupidest thing like like you said the father is like looking around because there's there is an invader there is someone upstairs so the father's going to look around why would his son just creepily sneak behind the father just, just to spook him no no that would not happen or or, or like the mother would have yelled at, at her husband like hey Crispin's here he's yeah. coming up or, 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 or like hey dad let, let, yeah let hey dad go. I'm in the house like I know you have and, a weapon I'm not gonna sneak yeah. up on you there you go there you go it, it's, it's really cheap uh yeah really ineffective it, 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 I could have done without that so <laughs> kind of wrapping up we'll do a quick like what's the score out of five and like is it scary and who should watch this movie you can go ahead um, I would score it two and a half aardvark masks out of five. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was, uh, it was a fine movie, serviceable, uh, only an hour and a half. It, it, it didn't feel like a waste of my time. I watched it. There was always, uh, action going on. The, the plot was moving at, at a good pace. There were, it, it, it was difficult to get behind some of the characters like Aaron, uh, I, it was easy to get behind her, but it was a little late in the movie because like I, I spent so much time not really caring about her character up until like, oh, she's badass, I should care. But like the, the other supporting cast, like none of them were likable. Drake was a complete douchebag. Crispin was a spineless douchebag. Felix had killer written all over him, him and his weird old girlfriend, Z. Yeah. Yeah, there were no characters to get behind until like later in the game, you know, Aaron. Uh, so it's not bad, not great, but uh, it was it was all right. Yeah, I'd say for very similar reasons, like a three out of five. I will say like immediately I liked Aaron because she has an Australian accent. And I don't know what it is about that, but I was like, I like her character. She's cool. Like, she's different. <laughs> I don't know, because it's just all Americans and then her. So she stood out to me in that sense. And I was like, oh, I like her. She's cool. And then she started doing everything. And I was like, oh, she's really cool. Um, so I think I kind of bought into her character sooner, which is why I get okay. that little extra 0.5 because I probably like her a little bit longer. Um, I just thought it was, it was like fun and fresh. Like it's not, you know, it's not the best movie I've ever seen. It's not going to be like, I don't know. It's not up there with like the most iconic movies, but I feel like I will recommend this one to people because it's, an easy watch like it is if you can handle some gore you're gonna have a good time you're gonna enjoy this movie it's not too heavy it doesn't like make you feel bad or, or really anything it's, it's just a fun ride I'd say um so I would recommend it in that regard to people who like home invasion movies it's a different take on one I would say and if you liked Ready or Not I think it's kind of similar in premise not so much in like the Ready or Not's way funnier it's it kind of dives into the comedy. This one's not as funny. So you do get the occasional like awkward humor. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, do you recommend it to anyone or? Uh, I probably would. On um, uh, Like maybe somebody is looking for a horror, horror movie and uh, they don't know what to watch. Uh, yeah, this is something like a uh, little more on the obscure side. It's uh, kind of like the movie The Strangers. It, uh, it reminds me of that. I don't, I don't think it's as good as The Strangers because uh, 
yeah strangers that one is really, dark yeah yeah that one really stuck with me uh but uh yeah i, I would i would recommend Sweet. well this has been michelle i've been joined by alex thank you so much of course we watched your next <laughs> that's the name of the movie and uh this has been creeping it real uh, let us know in the comments down below if there's any type of horror movies or content you want us to watch and review for you and uh that's it so we'll see you next time bye